Okay, hopefully we are live uh, to Facebook Live. I know there's a lot of people that are not able to join us this morning, traveling, family stuff. Um, uh, Paul is gone this morning, as well as some other leadership. So it's, it's just a different morning, and I think a lot of you are joining us online. So thanks for joining us uh, here this morning, whether you're here in the room or online. Um, uh, so yesterday was 4th of July, and we got really excited at our house, and if nothing else, just because Jordan, I th- I, we believe, we think that Jordan's first ever watching fireworks was last night. Um, so she's three, she'll, she'll actually be four in a couple weeks, but she's not stayed up late enough to watch the fireworks, including, we live in Clever, and Clever did like a citywide thing a couple weeks ago, but she didn't even stay up late to watch those. So um, so she was thrilled, like watching the explosions in the air and how loud they were and like all the different colors. We were commenting on them for probably 25 or 30 minutes straight. Our neighbors had like $700 worth of fireworks that they were firing off into the sky. I mean, literally like blowing up just dollar bills into the sky. So um, we haven't really bought fireworks in the past, but it was fun to watch our neighbors do it, and we had kind of our own private little 4th of July shows last night, so hopefully you had a good 4th um, yesterday. I um, trust since you're all here with all your fingers that everyone was safe uh, doing whatever you're doing last night, so, uh, and thanks for joining us this morning. Uh, we're going to get into some worship. Uh, we're continuing our series on why we worship, and we're going to get into one of my favorite songs um, and talk about that here in a little bit, but let's all stand together, and we'll sing couple worship songs together. Glory to glory. 
in Jesus' name. From morning to dancing, in Jesus' name. From battle to blessing, we go in Jesus' name. From glory to glory, in Jesus' name. From morning to dancing, in Jesus' name. From battle to blessing, we go in Jesus' name. Jesus' name above every other 
that made it out this morning on this holiday weekend. I, by the looks of the crowd, I don't think we're going to have any issues social distancing, but uh, I appreciate the fact that you are here. I think most of our congregation will be watching online either live or sometime maybe later. Hello to everybody out there. Uh, and I'm, I'm very thankful for our online ministry that we've set up that we can do this. So thanks, David, back there. And uh, Evan on the slides and everybody that made it happen, the band that's here this morning. So everybody that's here, I know we were all up late last night, so thank you uh, to those that are here and to those that are aren't. Uh, I hope you have a blessed week. Uh, okay, so a couple announcements. One, we're still having the gathering, which is what we have named our Wednesday night group. It is at 6.30 p.m. on Wednesday nights. Uh, we are currently in the middle of a study, but that's okay. You can jump right in and, and join. Uh, it seems to get a little bit deeper every week. Sing, seems to get better every week like a snowball. So 6.30 Wednesday nights here at the church. It's a uh, kind of a mystery potluck. Everybody just kind of brings something. And so far we haven't had just 12 bags of chips and nothing else. So we're okay so far. Uh, Two other things to kind of push you towards technology, the, the band thread. We're trying to move a lot of our church conversation there to encourage each other, uh, to uh, put prayer requests out, and because not everybody uses Facebook, so uh, we're pushing a lot of our kind of more intimate talks uh, on Facebook and also debates about whether or not you should return shopping carts at Walmart or leave them out in the parking lot. You should, you should return them. Or price cutter, yes, Dave. See, Dave wants you to return your carts. I win. Uh, all right. So also, uh, we are using Church Track. That's T-R-A-C. So get the K out of there, right? Crosspoint.churchtrack.com. 
Com. You can also scan this QR code. That is where, that's the digital version of what I'm doing right now. That's where all of our announcements are going. You have links to uh, our Facebook page and anything else that we've got going on that you can access digitally is through ChurchTrack. Uh, I appreciate Zoe for uh, pushing that out so that way we can kind of put everything uh, in one place. Another announcement, uh, at some point soon, we don't know when, we are going to be having another worship uh, and prayer service very heavily focused on worship. I don't have an exact date because uh, Paul has actually extended this worship uh, sermon series a few more Sundays, so it's kind of TBD on when that will be, uh, but be looking out for that. Um, Allie, will you come up here on stage with me, please? Uh, so this is Allie Olhorn. Chase, raise your hand. That's her husband, Chase, over there. Um, Allie has kind of communicated to us that, I mean, prayer is where her heart is. Uh, prayer is her spiritual gift. And so uh, we don't really know what this quite looks like yet. Uh, I know that we want her to be involved in our next uh, worship and prayer service in some capacity. It's all, these ideas are in their infancy, uh, but I do appreciate the fact that you have come up uh, and kind of tried to inject a new energy of prayer uh, into our church. And so with that being said, if you wouldn't mind, would you mind opening uh, us in prayer for this service today? Yeah, here, I'll get you a mic. Thanks, Dave. She could yell it, I guess, but... Are you on? Wow, my voice sounds weird. There you go. Go ahead. God, thank you so much for um, this time that we have together where we can listen to your word. I pray that we can have our hearts open to receiving it. We thank you so much for this wonderful country that you have given us. And uh, yesterday, we all had a great time celebrating. I pray that the people who aren't here are still having a good time with friends and family, and you give them safe travels. I thank you so much, God, for Jake and his message that he's going to give today, and uh, I pray that we all have a good day and a good week. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks, Allie. Appreciate it. All right, so since we're doing a sermon series on worship, I thought it only appropriate to kind of just have a few words with our worship leader, Phil. So, Phil, if you'd come up on stage, I'm going to ask Phil a couple questions and pick his brain about uh, this series and specifically the song that we chose today. So let's start with the bigger picture. Let's start with the series itself. The series is titled Why We Worship, and through uh, each Sunday, that's kind of been, everything's revolved around that question, right, of why we worship. So I'm just simply going to pose that question to you, Phil. Phil, Worship is, it's your thing, man. It's what you're into. It's what you do every, uh, every Sunday. So why do we worship? Yeah, I, so I've always loved worship. Uh, my, my dad was a music minister before I was. Um, I, we grew up in the church, grew up in worship. Like, music has just been something that's been a part of my life, like, from before I was born, really. So, uh, so worship is, is a big thing um, in our household. It always has been. But um, I think there's, there's at least three reasons that I kind of thought about as, as, you know, he and I were kind of prepping for this. Uh, there's, I'm sure you can probably come up with a dozen more yourself, but for me, like the first three things that I think of are um, one that it honors God. It, this is something we should be doing every day, all day, every day. Uh, but we all know that we get busy, um, our lives get crazy, we have jobs to go to, we take care of kids um, or parents, 
and uh, we just can't do it uh, on, a, on a regular basis. And so I think it gives us a chance to kind of shut out the world and kind of get together and then just worship God together, like not just you alone in your living room, although that's, a, that's an amazing time of worship that everyone should be having. But there's something different about hearing other voices and worshiping God. It honors him, I think, when we get together. Um, secondly, I think it, worship really changes our minds. Like my mind coming into this place is different than how it leaves this place. And it's the same, again, if you worship at your house. This is not the only place you can worship God. You'll never hear me say that. But uh, when we come into this, this place, I believe that my mind's, that I think differently after I've worshiped God, um, uh, these songs. Um, the church historically has been uh, a singing body of people. I mean, as far back as you can go, you can see the early church and they're singing hymns and, and spiritual songs to each other. Um, they are reminding each other of the truths that are in the Bible. And there's something about a song, the tune that gets in our heads, the words that get into our heads, that I think speak volumes to us more so than just reading your Bible. And, and I, the, you need to be in your Bible every day. The Bible teaches us. It, it helps us understand God. But songs stick with us in a way that maybe just reading a verse and then moving on to the next verse may not stick with you. And so I think songs kind of um, are really meant to kind of get things into our heads. And that's historically how the church has taught its doctrines uh, to people is through songs. And that's why we're so selective about our songs here. Like, that I don't, just because a, a song is catchy, like it's fun to sing and it's a cool tune, doesn't mean we're going to sing it here. I, I want to make sure the lyrics are actually teaching truths about God. Um, so it's important that, that worship change our minds in the right way. Um, we uh, oftentimes pick songs for our Sunday morning, including this morning, that reinforce the message. So you'll, you've hopefully picked up on that. The songs before the message kind of prep your mind for what you're about to hear in the Word of God. And then after the message, those songs reinforce those, those truths. So the things that Jake is going to talk to us about, we want to sing about those things and kind of drive that deeper into our brains. And then lastly, I think worship changes our hearts. I can't explain this one fully, um, but there is something inside of me emotionally and spiritually that changes when I sing. And it is something that's undefinable, intangible, something that is just different than having a conversation with somebody about God. When I sing next to somebody and hear them sing, know that I'm not the only one that thinks these things, that these, these are things that the church worldwide believes. There's something in, in me that, I call it the spirit, something rises up in my heart. And I feel passionate about God. I get excited about God more after leaving a worship service than I do anything else. And so I think um, it changes our hearts, um, worshiping. Um, if I could tell just a quick Old Testament story. I love this story. It's one of my favorites from the Old Testament. Um, Moses has this, there's, he's talked about, about having access to God that none of the Israelites had. Only he was allowed to go into the, the tent, the tabernacle, and go face to face with God. And, and the Old Testament talks about how he would do this like he was talking to a friend. Um, he would just go in there and just say, hey, Jehovah. Hey, what, how's it going? And he talked to him like a friend. When he left the tent, when he left the tabernacle, his face literally glowed. Like it was, there was a visible glow. People couldn't look at him. He had to actually veil his face, pull a, a cloth over his face because it would like burn people's eyes or something. Like they could not look at him because the glory of God was all around him. And I think in a less drastic way, that is how I feel after most worship services. If my heart is in it, I walk away feeling like I've been in the presence of God. 
Yeah, there's, and I'm only speaking for myself here, but it's almost like a, um, I don't know, a collective vulnerability. I, you know, it's like we're all kind of saying the same things and being vulnerable before God. And that's always something I've have, a, have, have had a hard time with. And so when I'm singing, I'm making myself vulnerable. And I know that the people around me are too. And uh, there's an Old Testament story that, that I kind of go to when I'm, you know, struggling with worship, you know, uh, is when King David, he starts worshiping and essentially makes a, fool out of himself in front of everybody and even one of his wives is basically like oh my gosh you're the king like this is embarrassing you're acting ridiculous like this is so indignified and he's like i'm gonna do this anyway and god even punished her and god even punished her for you know for scolding him about that so that's kind of one that i that i go to a lot but um okay so the song that we're doing today uh each band member picked a uh, of all the sermons that you've heard so far in the series have been from one of the band members that this was the song that that they picked as one that spoke to them the one today is your song uh the one that you picked it is so by elevation worship so uh can you tell us a little bit about why you picked this song yeah so this it's when someone asked me what's your favorite worship song i was like okay this month is that what you're talking about because it changes every month (laughs) So, and a lot of you are, are giggling and laughing because you feel the exact same way. Um, so when Paul asked me this, we were coming, it was like a month ago, and we were coming, starting to come out of, we're still not totally out of COVID-19, but starting to come, like, get back into church. And I thought, I thought about the last couple months of, of COVID-19 and, and stay-at-home order and all that. And so the song that spoke to me during that time was this song, this, this new song that we're going to um, maybe even teach you this morning. I think a lot of you don't know it, um, called It Is So. Um, there's a couple lines in the song that really spoke to me during that time. It says, in the storm, you are peace, and your love won't let me go. You have spoken, and I know that it is so. And the, the reason that that spoke to me so much during COVID-19 was I would get on, I try not to get on Facebook ever, uh, but I was on Facebook a little bit during stay at home, and I saw Christians, not, not unbelievers, but Christians uh, doubting God. And I have to admit, I have some of my own doubts during that time, but I saw a lot of ch- even church members, sometimes even pastors saying, um, man, what is God doing? You know, how, is, how could God allow this? Why is this happening? And I listened to the words of the song and I thought, you know what? Even when the world seems out of control, God knows what's going to happen. He's not thrown off by any of this. This didn't scare him. This didn't surprise him. He, he knew that this was going to happen long before we did. And, and when he speaks, when he says, this is going to happen, it's going to happen. And we don't have to wonder if it's going to happen or not. I was thinking this morning of, as I was getting ready about the word hope. And we talked about this a little bit in our, our small group on, on the gathering. Wednesday nights at 630, you need to be there. Um, we talked about hope and how the, world, the world's definition of hope is, I don't know if something's going to happen or not, but I hope that it does. But that's not what Christians say. Christians' version of hope, of that same word, is God has already written the end of the story. When he says that the story is going to end this way, I know that it is so. I know that it's going to happen that way. And so when we have hope, we, we have hope that's not like the world hopes. That's something that Paul the Apostle said, um, that we, we, we know that the, the future is coming the way it's, it's, we know the end of the story already. Um, Jesus, the rock that never fails, your kingdom will not be shaken. Uh, we know that to be true. God's, God's kingdom will never be shaken. Uh, what's the future for us is something that has already happened for God. He stands outside of time, and so he is not thrown by anything. Um, I just think it's sad when, when we as Christians know that God 
deep down we know that God is in control, and yet we have these moments of doubt um, and, and start to falter and start to wonder. Um, there's also a line that we'll sing here in a second that says, even the worst of my mistakes are miracles in the making, that, that God can take mistakes that I've made, not things that even happened to me, but things that I've done, that I perpetrated against myself and others, and he turns those somehow into miracles and, and shows us his glory and his grace, that we, we never feel God's presence and his, and his love more than when we fail. And that is, there's something so beautiful about that to me. That's awesome. Uh, you care to go ahead and introduce the song? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, let's, so I'm going to sing it just with you. I want you to sing it with me, but um, we're going to sing it without the band, and then after this, the sermon, we'll uh, bring the band up. Uh, go ahead, and, if you're here in the room with me, go ahead and stand with me, um, and we'll, we'll sit back down after after we sing through it. There is a promise that points beyond my failure. There is a still voice to silence all my fears. Miracles in the making, miracles in the making. By your stripes I am healed, with one touch I am made whole. You have spoken and I know that it is so. We can know it. In the storm, you are peace, and your love won't let me go. In every season, your purpose is unchanging. In every moment, you're working for my good. Jesus, the rock that never fails, your kingdom will not be shaken. No, your kingdom will not be shaken. By your stripes I am healed. With one touch I am made whole. You have spoken. And I know that it is so. In the storm, you are peace, and your love won't let me go. You have spoken, and I know that it is so. forever your will be done let it 
it be done your word is settled in heaven it will be done father let it be done yours is the kingdom forever your will be done let it be done by your stripes i am healed with one touch i am made whole you have spoken and I know that it is so. In the storm, he's peace. In the storm, you are peace. And your love won't let me go. You have spoken. And I know that it is so. We can know it. Amen. Is that amazing what it reminds us of? You can be seated. Thanks, Phil. You have spoken, and I know that it is so. You have spoken, and I know that it is so. Well, it's July 5th, and so we are officially past the halfway mark in a year that will not easily be forgotten. A couple of weeks ago, we had something called the Saharan dust cloud passed over the Midwest. And when that happened, I saw somebody post on Facebook that they had always wondered what it was like to live during the times of the Civil War, the Spanish Flu, the Great Depression, the Civil Rights Movement, Watergate, and the Dust Bowl. Just not all at the same time, please. We are halfway in, and it is almost cliche to talk about how crazy 2020 has been. Every other radio commercial I hear begins with a reference to these trying times. There is tension everywhere, protests about opening the economy and more protests about race relations. No one can escape the numbers. The numbers of hospital beds, the number of test kits available, the number of deaths, the number of protesters, the number of statues in this town or that town, the dollar amount of police budgets, unemployment. It has surrounded us with such intensity and such regularity that even if the effect on our own lives has been somewhat minimal, there always seems to be this bit of insecurity in the back of our minds. Things feel out of control. I remember having similar feelings of unease going to school after the Columbine shootings. And I remember that same feeling of unease being in the military after 9-11. But 2020 just feels different. It's as if Biff really did steal the sports almanac and we are all in the wrong timeline. 
for many of us, a few miles from here, she has been quarantined in her room since March. I think of so many folks I know at Mercy Hospital who have worked their tails off during the worst part of this pandemic only to be laid off or furloughed. I think of the police officers that I work with that are questioning themselves in a way that I haven't quite seen before. People feel insecure. People feel uncertain. And they feel, frankly, scared. I like this song that Phil picked called It Is So because it echoes many examples found in Scripture that show us why we can find security in God's compassionate power. So let's go to Scripture now. I'm going to be looking first at Mark 4, 35 through 39. Mark 4, 35 through 39. As evening came, Jesus said to his disciples, Let's cross to the other side of the lake. So they took Jesus in the boat and started out, leaving the crowds behind, although other boats followed. But soon a fierce storm came up. High waves were breaking into the boat, and it began to fill with water. Jesus was sleeping at the back of the boat with his head on a cushion, the disciples woke him up shouting, Teacher, don't you care that we're going to drown? When Jesus woke up, he rebuked the wind and said to the waves, Silence, be still. Suddenly the wind stopped and there was a great calm. Then he asked them, Why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? In the storm, you are peace, and your love won't let me go. You have spoken, and I know that it is so. Now let's go to Mark, the first chapter of Mark, 40 and 42. Mark 1, 40 and 42. A man with leprosy came and knelt in front of Jesus, begging to be healed. If you are willing, you can heal me and make me clean, he said. Moved with compassion, Jesus reached out and touched him. I am willing, he said. Be healed. Instantly, the leprosy disappeared and the man was healed. By your stripes, I am healed. With one touch, I am made whole. You have spoken, and I know that it is so. Now, one more, Matthew 9, 1 through 7. Let's go to Matthew chapter 9, verses 1 through 7. Jesus got into a boat, crossed the sea, and came to his own city, some people brought him a paralyzed man on a stretcher. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the man, Cheer up, friend, your sins are forgiven. But then some of the experts in Moses' teachings thought, He is dishonoring God. 
Jesus knew what they were thinking, and he asked them, Why are you thinking evil things? Is it easier to say your sins are forgiven or to say, Get up and walk? I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. Then he said to the paralyzed man, Get up, pick up your stretcher, and go home. So the man got up and went home. Jesus, the rock that never fails. Your kingdom will not be shaken. Your kingdom will not be shaken. Crosspoint family, rest assured that God is in control. God has seen plagues before. God has seen poverty before. God has seen civil unrest before. And God has seen his people scared and unsure of themselves. Last week, Paul asked us to come up with our own personal explanation of why we worship. Here's mine. The God I came here today to worship is the God who rebukes the waves of the sea. The God I came here today to worship is the God who heals sickness. The God I came here today to worship gives us the assurance that we don't need to feel like we are in control because we aren't. He is, and our Father in heaven does all things for us of submission to a God who is all-powerful and in control and because He deserves it. This is a short sermon, so let's pray. God, Father in heaven, we are in awe of Your power. Father, We lay our fears, our uncertainty, and our need for control at your feet. Thank you that you are always faithful, always dependable, and always there. Father, you will always come through. Forgive our short-sightedness and remind us that you can see past, present, and future and are always working for our good. Amen. If you are in this room right now and are ready to let go, then do it. If you feel the Spirit urging you to take that step and trust Him, then do it. Follow the Spirit's calling and please come talk to me. I'm going to be over there on that side of the room. And Allie, who you saw up here earlier, would love to pray with you. She will be over there on that side of the room if you're more comfortable talking to her. And if you're listening online, please talk to somebody that you know loves the Lord. God wants you to come home.
Isaiah 53, 5 says, But he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins. He was beaten so we could be made whole. If you are ready to accept that the Son of our all-powerful God took the punishment that we deserved, don't wait. Let God take control of your life today. In every season, your purpose is unchanging. In every moment, you are working for my good. You have spoken, and I know that it is so. Sing these words in admiration to the God that is fully in control. Go ahead and stand with me and sing. points beyond my failure fears even the worst of my mistakes are miracles in the making are miracles in the making by your stripes I one touch I am made whole in the storm you are peace and your love won't let me go you have spoken and I know that it is so season your purpose is unchanging you never change in every moment you're working for my good you never fail Jesus the rock that never fails your kingdom will not be shaken your kingdom will not be shaken. By your stripes I am healed. With one touch I am made whole. You have spoken and I know that it is so. In the storm
settled in heaven, it will be done. Father, let it be done. Yours is the kingdom forever. Your will be done. Let it be done. Your word is settled in heaven, it will be done. Father, kingdom forever your will be done Lord let it be done your word is settled in heaven it will be done Father let it be done yours is the kingdom forever your will be done to wonder it is true in the storm you are peace and your love it won't let me go you have spoken and I know that it is so we know it to be true you're faithful you have spoken and I know that it is so he never fails his kingdom is never shaken you have spoken and I know that it is so amen we can trust in him support within 
the raging flood, even in the tempest, I can sing. I'm hidden safe in the God who never moves, holding fast to the promise of the truth. You are holding tighter still to me. The rock won't move and his word is strong. The rock won't move and his love can't be undone. The rock won't move and his word is strong. The rock won't move and his love can't be undone. The rock of our salvation. stand on him on Christ the solid rock I stand all other ground is sinking sand the rock won't move hallelujah the rock won't move when darkness seems to hide its face I rest in his unchanging grace the rock won't a solid rock I stand all other ground is sinking sin the rock won't move no the rock won't move and when darkness seems to hide his face I rest in his unchanging grace the rock word is strong. The rock won't move and his love can't be undone. No, the rock won't move and his word is strong. The rock won't move his love can't be undone. The rock of our salvation praise him this morning hallelujah thank you jesus for being our rock for being the one that we can depend on his kingdom is never shaken it has never been shaken from the day that this earth was built when god created the earth that you stand on today his kingdom has never been shaken the same rock that we stand on today is the same rock that has always existed. The same God, that, the, what Jake said earlier, the same God that rose Jesus from the dead is the same God that we worship today. And he is inside of us and he is living through us. 
and he gives us the confidence that we can have. I don't know how this world has any confidence without Christ. You guys, I, I, there's no way. I, I, without knowing Jesus, I would, we are literally in the middle of the pages of the book that he's written of this world. You are a part of that page that he's writing right now, and he is not surprised by anything he's about to write. And so we, we stand on him. We, we know that we are secure in him. Um, as a reminder, we, um, we're going to sing one more song before we go this, the, this morning. It's been an incredible time of worship for me. I, I, just, I know these words to be true, but just singing them with you guys is really encouraging me. And I, I hope it is for you this morning as well. Um, as we sing, um, uh, if you want to, to um, uh, think about giving this morning, if you're called Cross Point, your home, not for guests, but if, you, if this is your home and you want to give, um, you can prepare your gift, but we're not going to pass anything this morning. Just as a reminder, uh, you can give online um, through your phone, or you can um, just drop some money in, the, in the, um, the box that's in the back there. There's a little slot that you can put it in, um, just so we can keep from having to pass things this morning. Let's pray for our offering real quick, and then we'll sing one last song together. God, we are, um, we are confident in you because we know that you are faithful and that you, what, what, what you say always happens. It never fails. Never, not once have you ever uttered anything with your mouth that has not come true. And so we have no reason not to trust you. It, it is the easiest thing to trust you because you've never failed. Lord, I, I pray that as we give our tithes and our offerings this morning, we give that with confidence as well. Um, I know there can be some insecurity with giving money, especially money that we've uh, worked hard to, 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 to create, to, to manifest, and, and to, to turn it back to you is an insecure thing some, sometimes. But Lord, we give freely to you because um, you are the God that knows the future. We have hope that we can um, depend on. It's not something we have to guess at. We know that you... Um, work all things for our good. And we love you, we give to you now, Lord, and we worship you. In your name I pray, amen. I have this confidence because I've seen the faithfulness of God Still inside the storm The promise of the shore I trust the power of your word Enough to seek your kingdom first Beyond the barren place Beyond the ocean wave when I walk through the waters, I won't be overcome. When I go through the rivers, I will not be drowned. My God will make a way, so I am not afraid. You keep the promises you made. There isn't one that is delayed, so I will not lose heart. Your eye will lift my arms and start to sing into the night. My praise will call the sun around. 
service this morning. We have no reason to fear. Next time this week, as you read the news, as you get on Facebook, and you see people telling a story that's not the right story, you you look that news story in the face, you look at that Facebook post in the face and say, nope, I know, I know the God who has the story in mind. I trust him. Um, we'll see you next week for some more worship. Don't miss it. Invite a friend to come with us and worship with us next week.